Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. When you start talking rugby league and recruitment, you will hear the name Peter Mulholland. And uh, Peter is on the line. Good afternoon, Skull. How are you, buddy? Good, Chris. Did I write that for you? Well, you wrote some of it. I think I've hashed. I think I've hashed <laughs> it out from last time we spoke. You like it? <laughs> yeah, good. Thanks, mate. Mate, how how are you? Firstly, Skull, how are you? I know you, you've you've had your health battles and that. I don't make it too too yeah. personal or private, but you're doing all right. No, it's all back again. Unfortunately, Chrissy, I had chemo mm-hmm. again last Wednesday, which knocked the stuffing out of me. It was I likened it, and I said to my specialist on uh, Friday or uh, Thursday. I liken it to 100 tequila slammers and you've got alcoholic poisoning. It just it poisons every organ in your body, basically. So it did well on the cancer side of it. You know, it's, it's taken a bit of care of that. But I've got another big transplant coming up in um, November sometime. They've sent a 2 billion of my T-cells, which fight the cancer, mm. away to the United States to be genetically modified. And um, they then hope they'll come back supercharged like a uh, you know, premium unleaded and get in there and fight it. So another mm. battle, but... That's okay. There's plenty of people worse off than me, mate. So I'll let's keep talk fighting. Footy. Yeah, keep fighting, yeah, mate. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you're in good hands, and uh, always, always in my I'm thoughts. Great. You'll be, you'll be fine, brother. You'll be fine, mate. Um, my, my biggest worry. My biggest worry before you go on is my specialist, who's one of the leading hematologists in Sydney, Dr. Christian Bryan, is a mad manly supporter. That's the only problem uh, I've got. All right. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, he might be able to work, work some, work some wonders. Expansion, oh, Pete. Are you you yep. know you know all about expansion, and and we've spoken about this, and uh, we'll talk about Western Reds in a bit. So this new yeah. franchise is going to come in in twenty twenty three in southeast Queensland. We believe it's probably going to be the the Redcliffe based club. Um, right. Name yet to be confirmed. Are you of the opinion, and we'll talk about the ramifications of it, sort of on on player talent. But are you of the opinion that the game is is ready? And uh, and will cope and and thrive, in fact, with with another club. It always does, Chris. I mean, the, the game always has you know ebbs and flows, and you know we always find our own level. But you know we're never going to replace Greg Inglis. We're never going to replace Cooper Cronk. We're never going to replace you know Wally Lewis. Mm. I mean, the game has all these these young and up and coming stars. The biggest problem we've got, and, and we, that's another story for another day, is that just lack of development probably in the last two years that we've seen with. You know, a limited New South Wales Cup competition and uh, and obviously a Q Cup competition that's been somewhat diminished. But yeah, in a short, yes, there is a. I think there is enough talent around to to develop that competition. Um, you know, it's just some clubs manage caps better than others, and you know, some clubs manage rosters better than others. And you know, we probably got taken at the Raiders this year by surprise with the rule changes with a with an older older uh, roster. But you know, you adjust to that. But I think I think the game is ready. And, and look, Delaney's has done an unbelievable job. Or Abdo, whichever one it was, both of them and cohorts have done a great job in securing that new um, broadcast deal. It's amazing. Mm. Oh, it, it is a huge job. So you know, basically, if 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 you are listening and you're not across the story, the seventeenth uh, team comes in in 2023. All the other clubs they didn't want their slice of the pie to to be diminished. So basically, they had to ARLC had to renegotiate the broadcast. Um, contract news limited or through foxtel they've uh, i think agreed to stump up an extra 75 million dollars which in you know in simple terms will uh, will more than cover the annual nrl grant which will go to the new franchise which is about 
13 million a year. So, um, which means the other clubs don't, don't lose out. So um, it all washes, washes its face and, and more than breaks even. So in terms of player talent, Skull, you're, you're convinced there is enough talent out there to, to service, to service this new club. I think there is, Chris, and I think it'll lead hand in hand with the re-emergence of a, a national, and Gus has already proposed it again, the, a national 21s competition, where at least we've got that second-tier competition under it to keep feeding into it. But yes, I do. And, and, and you know yourself, mate, you, you were one of the, the, the pioneers and the Reds with me. Um, it, it's easy for whoever it is, and I'd imagine it's going to be Wayne Bennett. Number mm-hmm. one, he's an attraction before it starts. But number two, they're going to have a full wallet. They'll, they'll have $10 million on their cap to spend. So and I think I said it to Paul Crawley in an article earlier in the week that, you know, it's going to be inflationary for the game, the top end of the market, 100%. It'll be inflationary, but uh, that's what the battle that we've got to have with. And I think the game needs to expand into Queensland. Mm. Well, that, that's where I, I was reading that article uh, written by um, a couple of few days ago. And that's why I picked the phone up yeah. to you. I wanted to talk to you about yeah. that. So you're going to have players. Um, and there are so many players from all the clubs coming off contract in 2022. So these guys are able to negotiate with rival clubs from November one. Um, yeah. And, and I should point out too, uh, Peter Mulholland, you you're in charge of recruitment down there at the Raiders. You've got a handful of players coming off contract yourself. Um, the likes of Matt Frawley, Corey Harawira Naira, Josh Hodgson, Corey Horsbrett, young Tom Starling as well, um, up and coming hooker. And Tom, Tom's just Tom's just extended now, which is great. Has he? Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. Uh, I wonder what that means for Josh Hodgson. I won't ask you because it's you know, you're a bit of a conflict of interest. Oh, there. Jo- mate, Josh is Josh is still there. He's an important part of where we are, and you know, unless something dramatically changes, well, you know, he's there for 2022, and you know, I think. I think Josh is um, is more than capable of doing a great job for us. So, and I think with the addition of, and I'm sorry to go back to the Raiders, but with the addition of Jamal Fogarty too, which gives us a, a halfback that, that perhaps can own the team again, which is great, you know. Mm. Uh, with with the new franchise, and and you talk about an inflationary impact. So with all these these players, you know, players that may not be wanted by their their current club, and so they just naturally their contract won't be extended. But um, you know, with the other a new club circling, I guess they can then be. It might just push prices up. They can say to their club, "Well, hang on, actually, Redcliffe are interested." Um, I don't know how how inflationary that will be. It can be inflationary, mate, because you know the the, the, the best people to deal with in the world are the player managers, as you well know, and mm. you know they're, they're not going to disclose who's made this offer. But you know, oh, such and such has offered a million dollars. Oh, geez, you know, sometimes you jump at shadows, but. Mate, there's going to be and what we did at the Reds, and and you were part of it, mate. I had to get a I had to get a marquee signing, and the first player, and believe it or not, the first player that started, and they attract others to the club. Mm. My first marquee signing was MG, and straight away the second one within within weeks of that was Brad Mackay. Yep. So we had both ends of the spectrum. You know, MG was coming off a pretty hard time that he he'd had in that period of time since they mm. won the premiership at Penrith, but it was an attraction to other players to come to the club, the likes of the Potters and the you know, that top echelon of players then weren't deterred from coming to the Reds. And then we, we build up the bottom end with young players like yourself that were coming through. And I think in the middle of that are what I call the nuts and bolts players. They're the mm. players you know that are never going to get to that status of a, a guy or a Mackay, but you need them week to week to be performing in your grade to be, um, uh, to be um, mm. successful as a club in your initial years. The biggest thing you've got, they've got going. I was only a rookie coach those days. The biggest thing they've got going in Brisbane is Wayne Bennett. Mm. 
Now, he's going to have... I, I can't see any club not happening. Whichever of the three franchises get it, and I think it will be Redcliffe, from what I can, I've been told, but, I mean, who mm. knows? Wayne Bennett will be the coach. So I, I don't think anybody will deny that, and that's an attraction. Absolutely. But, again, it, it does inflate the market because they'll go in and say, right, we want this player. I'm prepared to pay, you know, the, as a cap is $10 million. You know, if I want Daly Cherry Evans, okay, I'm going to play pay 10% of my cap for him. Bang, the million dollars is there on the table. And you work out your structures that way. Mm. But that has an inflationary effect because all of a sudden we see the value of halfbacks going up. Yeah. You know, um, every halfback sees, well, Daly Cherry Evans, 1.25 million. Perhaps I'm, you know, the manager thinks I'm worth about 850. Well, maybe you're not. Yes, yes. But, you know, that, that can happen, you know. Well, we've seen a few of those, haven't we, in, in recent years, yeah. um, going around on big, big, big money halfbacks that yeah. really, really have not delivered. Um, yeah. So maybe Daly's got some, some something to answer for there. But oh, yeah. so what you're well, saying is, you if, if you're the new club skull, uh, talking to Peter Mulholland, by the way, um, former Western Reds coach, and and there from the the pioneering days of of the now defunct Western Reds, still very much a big player in uh, rugby league recruitment. How many marquee signings would a new club need? Sort of, you go for one or two, and um, and and rely on. Keep in mind also up around there, southeast Queensland, they got um, you know, thriving junior development, unlike what you had in the Reds. Yeah, I think you've got to go hit the ground running. You're right too, Chris. They've got that. But smart clubs now are signing up their talented young players, and I think that's um, that's been evidenced um, right throughout the off season, where these good young players have had the. Oh, since the competition was finished, oh, sorry, um, semi-final started, a lot of young players have been signed up by their clubs past 23. Um, yeah, look, I, I think he needs obviously the vital positions, and we all talk about the spine. But I, I heard you talking about the fullback. That, that to me has become probably the most important position in the, in the game at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, the, the direct effect that a Tedesco, a um, you know, a Tavoyevich, um has on the game it's just absolutely enormous. Um, you know, and you're right about Gutherson. He's probably that next level down. And you, you try and benchmark players in position. So, yep, I'd say ones. Um, I, I'd be certainly looking at a hooker, certainly be looking at a, at a halfback and then building a side around a couple of really good uh, promising forwards. Oh, you, know, just... you, you still need to, yeah, you still need that to go forward. And, and the game's changed. So you've got to identify what what sort of player uh, is going to best fit into that into that situation. And Wayne is, Wayne is absolutely a genius at that. Well, he, I mean, who else would you want to, to head up your organisation in, in your in your yeah. foundation year? I mean, uh, the way that yeah. is all, or hasn't been confirmed yet, but um, as you say, he will be a, a big, big attraction. You talk about players that are off contract. So I've, I've just done a little yeah. team here. You've got fullback, um, you've got the likes of um, Dane Laurie at, at West Tigers. He, he's off contract. I think he's available. Kalen Ponga, he's also um, available. In terms of centres, you've got the likes of Joey Manu. I think he'd be coming off as well. Um, in the halves, you could have a pairing Cody Walker and Mitchell Pearce even. Um, <laughs> yeah, your front row could be Jesse Bromwich, Reed Marnie, Junior Paulo. You could have a second row of Felice Kafusi and Isaiah Papali'i. Um, and you could have a, a, a lock. I've gone for a Wade yeah. Graham and we'll just give him a one year and see if, he, if he's okay. But I'm just pointing out there are so many players coming off contract. So this new franchise, Pete, they, they'll want to be right on their front foot in a, in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, I'm sure they will be. You know yourself, mate, the phones will be ringing since, um, well, the day they announced the actual franchise, the phones will be ringing. So well, they never rung for me very, they didn't ring for me very loudly, Pete. Hey, you did all right. I knew your number. <laughs> we didn't have mobile phones in those days. No, we didn't. Um, 
I think the other thing too, Chris, you've got to understand the success of that franchise is, is different to those four new teams that came in when we came in in, in 95. Mm. Brisbane were already established in the Broncos and they, they got the crushes up and away. And for some reason, I, I just don't understand how that didn't work. I, I am still bemused to this day. Me too. Um, probably, the Bronx didn't want it, probably the Broncos didn't want it to work. Yeah. Um, you know, Cowboys have sustained their, their, their viability and, and people know rugby league. Well, don't forget, when we went to Perth, mate, rugby league, they still thought Terry Campisi was a rugby player and mm. Melbourne Inga was a rugby player. They thought the 15 and 13 aside game were the same. Um, we had to sell the city. You know, we couldn't sell a club. We couldn't sell the cage because he's a rookie. Mm. Um, we, we had to sell the city and we did a good job on that, getting those players over there. But that was the attraction of money as well. Perhaps they won't pay as much for players to go and play under Bennett and relocate to Brisbane. That, that's another big thing. But, you know, the other side of the, uh, the envelope too, mate, don't forget, you know, if, if the Roosters want to keep Joey Manu, Joey Manu won't be going anywhere. No. And the other thing too, you know, when, when you set up the Reds, or when, when we, we when, when this club was set up, yeah. um, there were, well, what was it? There were four new clubs all being set up at the yeah. same time. So yeah. a heap of people chasing a limited pool of talent. Exactly right. But it was probably the heyday of the game, too, think about 94 season that it came off, mate. It was 20 teams. That, those early 90s. Uh, yeah, 20 teams we had to remember. But we we had a very, very um, strong competition the whole way through. I, I, I coached a reserve grade side in 93 that had, you know, Alan Wilson, uh, Mark Soden, Jason Martin, um, Adrian Toole, um, you know, uh, Les Kiss, uh, Kelly Egan. <laughs> you know, I, I had a side that was, mate, you didn't need to coach, you just turned up. Mm. Um, and that was the depth of the competition. And that's where Gus is really right about trying to get this depth back for the 21s and, and get that national competition up and away again. What are your thoughts, Pete, on on the, the, the transfer system, like the current system we've got? So, and mm. I've said it a few times. So, in a couple of weeks' time, there will be players that are contracted for another season at their club, um, but they yeah. could be in a position they sign a contract with another club, they sign a contract with the Redcliffe Club, and then they go and wear Canberra colours or Parramatta colours for the for the whole season. And fans know that the, the player they're barracking for is actually on the move after this season. Is there a better way to do it? Mm. I, I don't like being critical if I haven't got any solutions. No, you know what? I haven't either. Mm. Um, Chris, I think the most consistent part of our game are our fans. I mean, players are transient. Um, you know, coaches are transient. Officials in the game are transient. The, the, the fans deserve loyalty. And, and unfortunately, that, that's a professional sport. You know, in, in most occupations, if, if you've got a job to go to 12 months down the track, well, so be it. It's the way life is. It's just unfortunate that, you know, the fan is the person that suffers. That. I, 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 to be honest, I wasn't totally in agreement with Tavita Pangai coming into independence at that late notice. I mean, Savita's a great kid, don't get me wrong, but you know, what about Spencer Lina, who had been there all year? Mm. You know, that's where the fans get upset, mate. And I, I think, you know, yes, he might be going to play in different colours next year, but that doesn't mean he's not going to be any better and, and play any worse for you this year. It's just business. Mm. All right. Mom. Does that make sense? I yeah. mean, I, I, might be, I might be against normal opinion, but that, that's, that's my idea on it. I... You know, I like I love a kid like a Spencer Lina who's a local junior, and, and all of a sudden he's, he's put to the back burner. And unfortunately for Tavita, he, he was injured for the grand final, and, and you know Lina got his opportunity. But you know, they're little things that you think about. I think the game has done a pretty good job over the years with where it is. Um, and, and so you've got to understand too, mate, on on rosters, and I, I think some of the the clubs that'll be least affected will be the top four or five clubs. Mm. You know, your Melbourne Storm, 
your, your Roosters and those, they'll be least affected of, of these new teams coming in because they usually get what they want out of that market. And, and you know yourself, the Melbourne Storm have always gone just a little bit below the market um, mm. uh, appraisal of the player and, and picked up some really good bargains on the way through. Because they've got a very good coach. Mm. Yeah, because what Bellamy does. And, and um, so, yeah, like as opposed to what it was in 95, there were four teams coming in, which all of a sudden it made it, we went from, if you remember, no reserve grade to a reserve grade side. So we went from, mm. you know, probably 25 to 50 players we had to sign. Mm. Um, and that was in each club. And if you think about that, that's 200 players. Mm. It was a lot more, um, it was a lot more. And what, we won 11 games, I think, out of the 22. Yeah, I tell you what, though, Pete, you signed a very bloody good reserve grade hooker back in the day over there. Hey, listen, um, pitfalls. <laughs> what pitfalls? Yeah. Um, what pitfalls would you like the, the, to tell the new club about? Are there any pitfalls that you should try and avoid when you're starting a whole new franchise? Uh, that far bit from me. Bennett started the Broncos. Don't forget. Mm. Um, no, I, I, mate. The pitfalls from us were, were a lot different to what the pitfalls would be in Brisbane, which is a rugby league stronghold. Mm. You know, it, it is a it is a stronghold for rugby league. Um, I think more than anything is being over-ambitious because what you've got and, and um, is just connectivity of players that have had experience of playing together over a period of time. And, and you know, even the Broncos in their first year suffered a little bit from that because if you remember, they, they bought them in from everywhere. Every, every club in Queensland basically was there and bought Chris Johns up and uh, Terry Madison and that was probably the only two New South Welshmen that got the head through. Mm. Um, so, mate, I, I, I just think it's about clubs being patient with it. I think the, the fans out there being patient. Um, yeah, the connectivity of the playing roster is, is the big thing, yeah. I think. And, and you know, Wayne's got a pretty good handle on yeah, that. Yeah, sort of I think they've already got loads of ticks alongside their name, haven't they? Uh, lastly, mate, because I know yeah. you got to go. We've got to go too, uh, shortly to a break. But um, do you still think uh, Perth should be given another crack? Oh, I'd love it. Uh, at time zone, it makes sense. Mate, it's got the most booming economy with the mining industry, you know, multinationals. Well, Chris, it's all the reasons that we knew it should have been from the start and should never have been taken out of it. Mm. You know, it's just sometimes very hard to reinvent the wheel, unfortunately. Mm. All right, mate. Well, who yeah. knows what's going to lie down the track. Um, good luck with your health, buddy, and yep. uh, stay in touch, and uh, we'll get you on again soon. But uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Hey, Chris, I hope so. I hope that was enlightening. I'm, I'm going to probably talk to a bit of, um, I don't know, I no. hope people see it as, as what it is. You know? All good, all good, mate. I really appreciate it, all really right. appreciate There he is, Peter Mulholland, um, one of the biggest names in rugby league recruitment and a good, good fella too, and uh, I consider him a, a dear mate. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.